Hey there, and welcome back to the For Generosity podcast. I'm Lisa, and I'm so excited to be talking to you today about something that happens after generosity. Because a lot of times we think that generosity is the moment that we choose to give something away, but we forget about what happens before, and we're aware of that part, I guess, more. Maybe the planning, the preparation, the scheming, the how am I going to get this thing to this person, all that stuff. But there's something that happens after generosity that sometimes we forget about. So here goes. A few years ago, I gave a gift to a friend of mine. And it was one of those gifts that took some doing. It took me talking to a couple people and figuring out a couple details and arranging the things and figuring out how to get it to her. Like It was one of those gifts that just took a lot more effort and a lot more time and a lot more energy. And all the different pieces just kind of had to come together. To make it happen. I had been hoping to be able to do it for a while and I was so excited when that day came. I was like, hey, I get to do it. I'm so happy. And so I brought her the gift and she was grateful. She said, thank you. You know, like it all went really, really, really well. And then I kind of just walked away because typically after bringing a gift, you say, hey, look, I have a thing for you, you know, unless you're doing it anonymously, but you know, Here's the thing. Yep, thanks. You're welcome. Hey, it was my pleasure. All those things, they just kind of walk away. Well, a couple of years later, my husband was talking to me and he said, You know, wouldn't it be a bummer if she were to like lose it or it got ruined or something like that? I don't ever remember the exact conversation, but I remember looking at him and just saying, No, no, it's fine. And he was like, Yeah, but you know that she liked it. You know all the planning that went into it, the preparation, you know how much time it took, the energy, like all the different costs that went, you know, just the time costs, the money costs, the arranging it costs, the mental energy costs, like all the different things. He's like, you know everything that went into it. Wouldn't you be disappointed if she gave it away or didn't keep it anymore or whatever it might be? And I got really quiet and thought about it, honestly, and just said, no. I mean, in honesty, there might be a small part of me. I was like, oh, man, I thought I got that right. But really, what he was asking me is, don't you think, or wouldn't you be sad if it wasn't used in the way you intended? But for me, the moment that I gave it to her was the end of my part of the story. Now, it might not be. God could, you know, do something crazy and have be one of those stories where all these parts intertwine. But that's not my thing to figure out. And so what I eventually told my husband was, honestly, my intention was to bring her joy. My intention was to make her happy. My intention was to bless her. And if the greatest thing that would bring her the most joy and the most amount of blessing and the most amount of happiness would be to build a bonfire in her backyard and walk outside and throw my gift into the fire. That's fine with me. No, I don't think she would do that. Like, we're friends. That would be kind of shocking me. I'd be like, really? Are you mad at me? Is there something going on? But I mean, if she wasn't upset with me and just had like, this is what would make me happy. I would just feel so good if I could burn this thing. You know, I really can't be upset about that because if I am, and if part of the gift that I gave her 
entailed ways that dictated how she was allowed or not allowed to use that gift. I don't know if that was really a gift. You see, sometimes when we bring anything to someone else or to an organization that we carry that we care about, we accidentally make the shift from saying, this is a gift I'm giving freely <laughs> to this is a gift that I'm giving and there are a few subtle strings attached. But a gift with, spr- with strings is no longer a gift. A gift with strings is simply a sneaky form of manipulation. Now you may not like hearing that, but just I want you to hear it. When we choose to bring a gift to someone, the moment that we hold out our hand and release the gift is the moment that how that gift is used is no longer up to us. When God asks us to bring something to somewhere or someone and we bring that gift to that place and we have an open hand with it, the moment that the possession of that item has transferred from us to that place or to that person, if it is truly a gift, we no longer have say in how it's utilized. If we are giving someone a financial gift, but we say, you have to use it for this item and this item and this item and this item, that's not truly a gift. It's not. There are strings attached, there are expectations. You might call it a grant. Like if you gave something to someone so that they could go to college, you'd be like, this is me kind of trying to give you a personal grant. And so here's what this money has to be utilized for. But it's not really a true gift if we're trying to dictate the way it's used afterwards. And so I just want to give you a brief little assignment to consider doing over the next week or two. The next time that you bring someone anything, maybe you bring them um, a bag of groceries, maybe you bring them some cash, maybe you bring some money to the church, maybe you drop off a donated piece of furniture to a local shelter, whatever it might be, I want you to drop it off and be very, very generous in the way that you drop it off. Not the, oh, you know, it was really nothing, but like a, hey, I'm I'm really glad that I get to be the one to bless you. And the fact that I get to bless you is a blessing to me. So thank you for for accepting this. And then walk away. And as you're walking away, say something to yourself that sounds terrible and let it go. Like, if that organization chooses to use that brand new couch for firewood, and that's what will help them the most, then I'm just going to be okay with it. If that family who I chose to bust with groceries decides to let their kids do massive experiments and not eat any of it, but instead ruins it all in the next 15 minutes, I'm okay with that. If that person who I just dropped off a bag of clothes with decides to cut it all up and I don't even know what you would do with cut up clothes, but if she decides to do that and that's what brings her joy and that's what she views as the greatest blessing right now in her life, then I'm just going to be okay with that. It's going to be hard to say. 
It's going to hurt to say. You might not be able to say it. But if you can't say it, I want you to be able to recognize that there's still something in your heart that's tied to that gift. And over time, as we grow in becoming more and more generous people, the best way that we can learn to become more generous is by learning how to give without strings attached. Because when we give with strings attached, and then someone doesn't fulfill their side of an unspoken agreement, it makes it more difficult for us to give the next time. And we cannot let the way that someone may or may not treat a gift that we give dictate whether or not we are willing to give to the next person who God asks us to be generous with. That's what I got today. Um, I will talk to you all soon. I'm super thankful that you're listening. If you have anything that you want to talk about or that you have questions on, send me a little message and I'd be happy to answer them on an upcoming podcast. All right, until next time, live generously.